Now it's time for the rural news with Sally Murphy. And Sally, the Reserve Bank has released some farm emissions modelling. It has, and it paints a stark picture. In the worst-case scenario, most sheep and beef farms and nearly half of dairy farms could become unprofitable. The just-released 2022 Climate Change Risk Assessment for Agricultural Lending modelled the impact of four prices on farms and for each asked the banks to estimate the impact. A price of $15 a tonne of carbon dioxide, which is close to what industry partnership Hewaka Ekenoa was looking at, leads to only marginal increase in the proportion of farms becoming unprofitable. And under the highest stress test figure of $150 a tonne, just over 80% of sheep and beef farms and over 40% of dairy farms wouldn't make a profit. Federated Farmers President Wayne Langford says it's interesting this report was dropped after the election. What we are seeing here and the numbers being put out by RBNZ is, is exactly what uh, uh, what Federated Farmers have been saying. This, the, the emissions plan is, is projected by the government. Uh, will absolutely decimate rural communities and it's just not viable uh, for New Zealanders to take it on at this time uh, particularly. Uh, some some may say, but what about the climate? What about the climate crisis? Well, particularly when those emissions will go offshore and increase offshore, it's, it's, it's not an option because it will we'll not only lose our, our beautiful New Zealand uh, sheep and beef and dairy farms, but, but will actually increase global emissions as well and that's just that's not viable for a country. The incoming national government has said it wants to push back any decision about pricing farm emissions until 2030. Wayne Langford says this report highlights why it's so important the government needs to get it right. To other news, Dutch company Inca Investments, which owns furniture giant IKEA, continues to buy land in New Zealand to offset carbon. The Overseas Investment Office has approved the sale of two forestry blocks under the special forestry test to the company. Monique Steele reports. 279 hectares of forest in Taranaki was sold to Inca Investments for $4 million. It also bought 364 hectares of forest near Fakatane for $10.6 million. Both will remain in rotational forestry. Meanwhile, a German company has bought 557 hectares of forest near Tokomaru Bay. And under the sensitive land benefit test, the Overseas Investment Office approved the sale of 256 hectares in Wairarapa to UK company NZ Forestry Partnership for $4.5 million. The land which is predominantly used to graze sheep and beef will be planted in pine trees. Bonterra's Chief Financial Officer Neil Beaumont will leave this week after just eight months at the co-op. Simon Till, who has most recently held the role of Director of Capital Markets, will fill in while recruitment for a new Chief Financial Officer takes place. Bonterra gave no reason for the sudden departure. Cash-strapped councils are having to abandon key climate change mitigation projects as they plead to the new government for more sustainable funding model. The Kaipara District Council has canned developing a climate change policy altogether, claiming the money could be put into real projects ratepayers would benefit from. Local Government New Zealand President Sam Broughton says councils have a responsibility to invest in climate-related projects, but many struggle to make the financial investment. Councils are also under huge pressure around the way that we fund things. We've got very limited tools and really rates uh, are the only tool that we have unless councils have investments uh, and then we can think about borrowing for intergenerational um, assets. But other than that, um, we're pretty limited. So um, 
Yeah, as we work with communities, we need to understand what the, the dollar impact of the decisions are going to be. Uh, and that's why uh, it's really important that communities engage with the long-term planning exercises that councils are going through now. Sam Broughton says councils are having to front more money to recover from climate-related weather events, which is contributing to higher rates increases around the country. He says they're calling on the new national-led government to overhaul the funding and organisation of local government to avoid ratepayers having to front those rising costs. South Island growers may soon have a new way to sell their wonky fruit and vegetables that get rejected by supermarkets. Two-year-old company Wonky Box collects and sends fresh produce below supermarket or export quality to customers across the North Island. While a recently released Rabo report shows demand for home delivery meal kits is easing, Wonky Box co-founder Angus Sims says their business is doing well as it saves produce from landfill. Our sales are healthy, they're growing, we're a growing business, we're currently servicing um, the entire North Island and in about a month's time we're entering the South Island, so we've just got a depot lined up in in Christchurch where we're going to then service South Island customers as well, so yeah, we're going to be a nationwide business before the end of the year and we're really hoping to pick up more growers along the way. He says they're heading to Otatati next month to check out their planned site in the hopes it will be fully operational early next year. We see the South Island as a really good opportunity. Like, you know, you've got a lot of growers down there. Um, You've got, yes, albeit a smaller population, but arguably less competition in the South Island. So I I feel that, like, you know, it'd be great to provide households and consumers down there a few more options. Angus Sim says in the two years to September, the company diverted 1.9 million kilograms of fruit fresh produce from waste. And just lastly, some more news on vegetables. The remnants of tropical cyclone Lola, which flicked over parts of the North Island this week, caused flooding and road closures, has in fact been good for Gisborne vegetable production. Leader Brand's Chief Executive, Richard Burke, says they've received 30 to 40 millimetres of rain this week. He says the region's having a real spring with hot, cold, wet and dry weather, along with wind. Mr Burke says the salad greens, brassicas and asparagus are loving the conditions, so supplies are pumping out and consumers should find good prices at the shops. And that's the rural news for today. Kia pai, tōrā.